Well, first things first here. Um, I would like to declare this a golf ball distance discussion free zone. We shall not discuss anything to do with a golf ball and how far it flies. Unless if we're talking about our own games, period. End of story. Agree. I, is that, is I that, feel like you just you just ruined a bit of this episode. But all right, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I just Agreed. want to, I just want to state that right now. If you're here for golf ball takes, go somewhere else. We don't have any. We just have a golf ball that you should use. But if you want to dive point. deep into our opinions on live golf, this is the right place. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not either. Oh, okay. But at any rate, uh, as for the show, um, it's kind of uh, accidentally we kind of uh, put together a let's get ready for the golf season show. You know, Mm -hmm. spring is Mm -hmm. here. Uh, March Madness is here. Baseball season is starting. Augusta is around the corner. Uh, So I think we need to prepare our friends, our listeners, our viewers for the golf season. And we've got some we've got some advice. With that being said, don't forget to use that range life one five at roback.com. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to that range life. Well, everybody, we're back. We're back with another episode of That Range Life Show, sometimes about golf. I'm Bill Bush of Drive Range Heroes, At Range Heroes, on all your social media platforms that you prefer. That is Chris McEwen, at Chris McEwen, on the same ones. Um, let's get it up right out of the way. Go down below, subscribe to this channel if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to this channel. Hit the bell so you get notified every time we post something. And you look, be a good person. While you're at it, just give us a thumbs up. Though I'm totally yeah. Like, Thumbs up or down doesn't matter. It's the interaction. That's what matters. Really? I didn't even know. Is know. there a thumbs down? Yeah, there is. But remember, they used oh, to show it? like how many likes yeah. and dislikes yeah. you have. But, you know, I don't know. Hey, not in this woke culture. They uh, don't show the, the <laughs> thumbs down anymore. It's a participation yeah. trophy culture. I, no, don't, um, I don't know. I've never, I've never, I wonder, I wonder how many thumbs down we have. I've never seen that in the in the oh, in the uh metrics we might want to start over because we probably just started uh, people are just getting well that's fine go ahead go do it whatever appreciate the interaction okay. nonetheless and uh right. hey you know what if you're listening to this in podcast form thanks for joining us um <laughs> make sure you rate review and as always tell a friend all right really appreciate that chris i want to get a couple things out of the way right before okay. kicking off you may notice throughout the show i'm awkwardly itching um, I went up in my parents' attic this evening to Ooh. see what was up there and look for some like childhood stuff, whatever. And I ended up like throwing two bags of stuff away. Don't bag two more things for donations. I'm like, you're welcome, mom and dad. But um, so who knows what like layer of asbestos and uh, what other it's all kind of fiberglass in there. I'm yeah. Sure. So um, unfortunately, before I realized this, I threw on for this program tonight this wonderful my wonderful Roback hoodie. Yeah, um, and why is one. that? Because um, we're big fans of Roback here at this this YouTube channel, and um, you should be too. In fact, if you want to get on the Roback train and you haven't yet, even if you have, you should go get somebody. If you haven't yet, go to Roback.com. 
and enter that range life 15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. You could order a hundred polo shirts, 65. And they have about a hundred, right? You will get, you this will year, get right here. I've, uh, I'm donning the, uh, the pup named after my dog. I mean, I couldn't, how could I not own this polo? They did the name it after. There's, you can go dig through their Instagram and they explain how they named it after Chris McEwen's dog. So, a hundred percent. Go find it's a, it. It's a wonderful. You know what I'm impressed with about these? Can we just break? Can we talk about the collar? So I've got some Nike polos, and they, and you get that bacon collar. You know, like they curl up on you in the in the heat. Yeah, yeah. This this collar, nice and stiff yet still comfortable. I'm gonna one up it. its shape. Not surprised with Nike collars. Nike and golf clothes to me, you know, they're they're standard. They have a lot of money and R and D and stuff behind them. But at the end of the day, it's very mass produced, very like just runs through the factory. Not so great. So you know, other times in my life, I don't know. I was like, hey, maybe Peter Millar, Johnny O, all these other great golf brands. Same thing. They say, hey, we have these good collars. Nobody's collars beat the Roback collar. And I know it sounds silly, but it's a legit thing, man. It's like a real. Yeah, I'm thing. not it's making a this good up. Collar. No, it's a. And good if you collar. read on the web, if you go look at the website and you look at a where you're the polo that catches your eye you will see language in the description that explains their wonderful collars that i would switch to the buzzword uh of that uh window to tell you what it says but dare i try to do something else on my computer while we are doing the show <laughs> my kid and my camera will go crazy so do not tempt fate just go look it up at roback.com and their their collars is re- very 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 good not making that up uh, they're legit the best yeah. in the game. So go check those out. And that range life. I'm 15. told they have that range life one five, uh, 15% off your entire order. I'm told they have a new, uh, shirt mm-hmm. or they're bringing back one of their say shirts. They're bringing William. back the Azalea collection for the masters. I, I don't know. Yeah. Where, you know the bit, oh the, yeah. They've got the, the whole thing. They got whatever. whatever. Used right. to be just a polo with a, it was green base with Azalea prints uh, it's lovely, but they did just a polo, but now I believe they have a hoodie, a quarter zip, yep. a sleeveless yep. polo for the ladies, uh, yep. ladies quarter zip, the works yep. in the print. Um, I was yep. going to do this whole bit where I was like, and this year, and I was going to like put on the Azalea shirt while we're <laughs> recording here. Um, cause I thought I still have the Azalea that I got at some point last year in the plastic in a drawer in my basement here. This will be great. Do you really? I thought I did. I don't. Uh, they have, um, I can't remember exactly what they call it, but it's called, I want to say it's, that's a peach and it's, it's the oh, same, yeah, green, yeah. but it's like the peach print and it's all peaches. Right. So I, I have right. that one. And I said, well, you know, some in Georgia, Pete, nope. It defeats the Azalea collection point. So anyway, go get the go pick up any of the new Azalea collection first time orders. Yep, fifteen percent yep. off the entire thing. I was talking to my dad this weekend, and I was telling him about. It. I was like, you know, I saw that, and uh, thinking about not just their shirts and stuff, but I might get I might get a few hats. My hat my head's getting bigger these days, and I've and none of my hats are fitting right anymore. I need some fresh hats, and I go check out Roback.com, Dad. Pick up a Roback that hat, fifteen percent off. That range yep. life one five. All right, all right. Got the rollback. That was a read. That was a read. 
while we're at it, can we shout out another? Uh, should we just get them all out of the way or save them throughout the show? Sure. If you'd right, like. Let's, let's go on to, I don't know about you. <sighs> Golf season's starting. It's looming. And uh, it's time to get ready. This, this is, actually works out great. Because I got a PSA I want to give real quick tonight um, as we record. For everybody with the golf season starting up in most of the country. I know you Floridians and Arizonans. Yeah. We're playing already. Like, shut up. I know. We yeah. live in Chicago. The Arctic Tundra. Actually, it hasn't been that. No, I'm not going to say it. I don't want to jinx it. But it's yeah. the real <laughs> golf season started. And, you know, right. there's things you got to do to get ready. One of those things is maybe you should get yourself a fresh supply of golf balls. Mm-hmm. And why not check out the Bridgestone E12 contact. And actually, while we're talking golf balls, should we go into um, rolling back the golf ball? Do we want to cover that extensively on the this show? This is absolutely not. Oh, okay. All right. I just want to make sure. Not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, thought, I thought people might be interested in what you and I have to say about it. God. Can, I, can no. I tell you, I give a lot no. of credit to um, I've been getting a oddly lively debate from a friend of mine. He's a, he's, he's a, a vintage player. Uh, you know, it's all he does in, in so many ways. And it's not even just in golf. It's it, the guy's, mm-hmm. he's a good dude, but he loves the old stuff in life. Um, and he's like, I think it's a lot of the driver too. And I'm like, I don't disagree with you. I think it's modern golf equipment just went. And it mm-hmm. isn't the last mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. six years. You need to go back. I don't think you need to go back to like 1983 to save this thing. But uh, the reality is there's a lot of money to be made to make this easier and longer for the wider golfing group. Why wasn't golf going to do that? So just a little ball thing. You're, you're like, no, it's just like when did the groove change? Let's all move on with our lives. Anyway, get yourself some fresh yeah, Bridgestone golf balls. All right. I know no, I'm yeah, going man. to. No, I'm going yep. to. No, you're going to because. Yep. I'm expecting them at my house for you. So <laughs> Bridgestone golf balls, the official golf ball of that range life. And why Chris, because they're the best goddamn golf balls in the game. And I, I genuinely mean that. I genuinely mean that. Somebody asked me, they're like, Hey, uh, you know, I saw you ripped into the cut golf ball. They're like, Get over yeah. yourself. I'm like, no, I will not get over myself. It's a terrible golf. Ball. Oh, you just say that. Cause the Bridgestone gives you golf balls. And I go, Bridgestone gives me golf balls because I was buying them anyway and told them, I really love your golf balls. And I tell anybody who will listen. And they're like, well, we want to support you for supporting us anyway. And I said, well, you know what? Mrs. Bush and my children, thank you for that. Because now I don't (laughs) Now I can be smarter about my golf balls. Uh, Anyway, they're the best. I love Bridgestone golf balls. Go by it. All right. That, we'll get so that's out of the way. Let's finish the PSA. I'll save my last one for later. Um, okay. Quick preseason equipment PSA, folks. We we've done whole shows on this in the past. It's that time of year. Get your golf shoes out of the trunk of your car. Make sure they don't stink. They don't have black mold in them. Get all the dirt and grime out of the out of the spikes or the grooves of your uh, spikeless person. Get your golf shoes cleaned up. Check the grips on your clubs. Are they a little slick and slippery? Probably should replace them. I know I took some clubs in need of replacement to the dome last night, and uh, Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to throw the thing all 90 yards to the back of the bubble. So (laughs) get those grips uh, replaced. At the very least, like, look, if you don't mind the grips a little slick, at least give them a good clean and get that dirt and grime off them. It'll make a huge difference. 
Right. Also, the big one people forget about, especially if you're playing a forged, soft, buttery forged iron, get your loft and lie checked and corrected if need be. The personal story I will give you, I checked not my usual pitching. Well, uh, a, site, a wedge that has seen plenty of gaming, a pitching wedge. Sure. But it was not yeah. my gamer pitching wedge from last year, but it's seen plenty of use prior. I'm like, you know, I haven't checked these in a while. Let me look into it. Modern pitching wedges can be in your 44 to eh, 40. 41? Probably like 46 degree range. Oh, um, no, okay. But more traditional loss were like 46 to 48. Okay. Okay. I threw this pitching wedge on, which I would say uh, stock setting is supposed to be a little more modern, so a little stronger, but. This one's set up to be a little more classic, so somewhere in that 46-7 range. My pitching wedge that I threw on the loft line machine to measure was at 51 degrees. Oh, wow. 51 degrees of loft. And for those who are are lie people, was at like 65 degrees lie. That's very, very upright. Um, Some people, maybe it's not too bad if they play their clubs upright. I don't. I play standard. Um, and what standard is, I just have a standard setting that I have taped up over my loft and line machine to just refer to that I try to get all my clubs set to. But um, it, this thing is such a buttery, soft, forged iron. I'm not surprised this happened, but like if I went out there thinking it was fine, I'd be wondering why is my pitching wedge only going like 105 yards? So right. check, <laughs> check. So no, get the loft and have- line checked. You have the advantage of having one of those machines in your home, right? Uh, yes. But like garage. I don't. The normal right. is your garage. Your garage is not your home. No, it's not I mean, attached to my home. You've been there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you own the garage? Then it's part of your home. Anyways, uh, where would one go for that sort of? And how would <sighs> they? How would they know? So that is. A I mean, good I could question. go and get. If I didn't have you. I would go. I would go and get my. Bill told me to go and get my loft and lie checked. I take it in. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my lie is. The so, loft is easy to find out, but I don't know what my lie is. If you're a private private club player, I'm assuming this is golf, uh, golf internet. What we probably have a segment of our audience who is your pro can do it. They have the equipment. They should, that'll be fine. Now your public courses back in the day would be able to, but I was thinking about this as we're asking this, I wonder how many of the courses we play, you and I play, if you were like, Hey, I need yeah. to get, I need to yeah. get my loft and lie check. Uh, hey, I need new grips or oh, we don't carry them, but we can order them in for you. But cool. Can you install them? I don't even know if they can do that anymore. So it's true. Check your local course because if they have the ability to do it, chances are they have someone who knows what they're doing. We've said before on the show, and I'm wondering if this is what you were getting at. I don't I don't generally trust the golf galaxies and PGA superstores of the world and definitely not Dick Sporting mm-hmm. Goods. Um, no, God, don't do that. PSA, Dick's, don't go there for anything. I don't know. One day, maybe we'll cover it on the show. I'll do the research project when you feel like it. But there's some something to do with Dick's at some point. Like, with all the closing of golf and then you know they put a lot of money into their golf departments at the stores and um then they went no nah, this isn't working and they basically just like dumped a whole bunch of pga professionals yeah 
yeah. like 500 of them or something. Yeah. So obviously yeah. they're very committed to good quality uh, handiwork there. Um, <laughs> something else I uh, last season, just real quick uh, as an aside, I was at Dick's uh, Sporting Goods and um, I think I was actually buying golf balls. Uh, mm-hmm. The E12, Bridgestone E12s, of course. Um, and uh, no, I was like, I was actually getting, I think I was buying golf balls for someone else because I wasn't getting the E12s. I was getting like the RXS or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I grabbed a dozen off the shelf. And for I, I don't know what, I don't know why I did this, but I opened the, no, you know, container. Yeah. They had swapped out. They'd swapped out golf balls. So someone took the old target trick. Yeah. Yeah. They took out the uh, RXS and they probably put them in an E12 or an E6 box and put the E6s in the RXS. So check the boxes out there, people. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. That's because people will swap them. How terrible would that be if you you bought a, a dozen thinking that you're spending money on RXS, which is more expensive? And you get to the course and they're not the golf ball that you wanted to buy. You come home with a box of pinnacle golds and then you go back to, then you go back to Dick's. You're like, I just bought these and there was all this. And you're like, Oh, was it? Good luck. Was it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely check that. Um, But yeah, so I like, I'll say this, there are a lot of great club work guys and builders and whatnot at, PJ superstores and golf galaxy, but I'm, I'm assuming if it's anything like mine, it's a bit of a crap shoot. I've also seen a 15 year old kid and obviously don't really know the age, um, a 15 year old kid, like throwing on the loft line machine. I'm like, he has no idea what he's looking. This is before I own my own and a large reason I, I bought one. Um, so I don't trust any of those numbers and like same thing. Where do you, where do you go to get a check? So this is where I think the club champions of the world, uh, other, mm-hmm. other small local fitting places, they do exist. Uh, Tend to, I tend to direct people to them if their local club okay. or course yeah. isn't a good place to do it. Um, and I don't know, maybe maybe your local course is just fine. Maybe you do, maybe you do have a local mom and pop. They do still exist around here, a golf shop that can do it and handle it. So sure, um, I would advise to unless you have a good rapport and experience with the club builder at one of the big box stores or builders look for the more specialized people because you can be in a world of hurt if your loft and lie isn't right. It's really, I'll tell you from my own experience doing it, it's real easy to screw up. <laughs> do <you> wanna, <laughs> we'll, we'll make a video. We'll make a video at some point. We've been saying it for like three years where we, well, we'll just say we'll really screw some clubs up on the loft lie machine. Well, I, at the very least, I do need to replace some grips. So we'll be doing that the next visit to the garage. We'll, you, that's what you think you, you haven't seen you have not seen the. i have a list well this that's a spring, uh, that's a spring break well, list. this your your whole spiel your whole preparation this is kind of a golf preparation episode because it, it really jives with my uh McEwen life lesson perfect i got yeah maybe this will lead into it i have a spring break list of all the projects I'm like hey i got the time in theory right um Mm-hmm, These are the things mm-hmm. I'm going to plan on attacking over spring break. And it dovetails gr- perfectly. All right. Perfectly. I was, when I saw this on the set list, it made me nervous. You never know what you're going to get with this kind of stuff. From there. <laughs> well, here's the thing. 
Okay. Let's let's have a conversation. Uh just you and me. Uh <laughs> Golf Psycho. Um, as Bill has mentioned now, uh, today, in fact, is the first day of spring. It is upon us. Uh, Bill just gave you a bunch of advice on prepping your own equipment, shoes, clubs, the whole thing. You know, you're going to need to restock with some Bridgestone golf balls. Maybe you need an order of a, a polo or a hoodie or a Q-zip from Roback.com using that Range Life 15 as a coupon code. Um, but here's here's my little life lesson for everyone. Uh, you know, the, the master's is three weeks away, Bill. It's, it's around the corner. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so as the weather begins to turn, you don't want to get caught flat-footed and have all this stuff on a to-do list around the house and the garage, the car, whatever. So now is the time to put that work in. I found myself on Sunday doing some real deep cleaning of my home like scrubbing cabinets, floors, the works. And I thought, you know, this is great because next week when it's in the 50s, I can get out right. and go play golf. I don't have anything hanging over my head. I don't have something waiting for me when I get home. So now's the time, golf degenerates. Get out, fix that squeaky door, clean that garage, uh, you know, replace the light bulb, whatever it is that's around. And then, you know what? Just because... we're as golfers, we know we're going to be out once a week, in some cases, maybe two or three times a week, whatever it may be, if you're lucky enough. We are about to leave our homes, our significant others, uh, alone for a long time. So maybe go that extra step, go the extra mile in and preparing for this golf season and do some things maybe you wouldn't have done otherwise. And just take them off the list and jump. Maybe it was that your, you know, your, your partner's thing that they usually do just do it yeah right and uh and then you can play you know just some free spirited golf you don't have anything waiting for you at home you don't have anything you have to do before you go none of those things just knock all that stuff out right now you'll thank me for it I think that's, and that's my McEwen life lesson for today otherwise golf your golfing all of a sudden becomes like uh well, I'm doing you not. Hmm. That's the right way to put this. <laughs> it, it's like uh, you start to, and I know this is my own experience. Like, oh, did I earn this? Where it's like, why do you have to earn something? And I don't mean that like, of course. And of I don't course. mean that like, wait, why do I have to earn it from you? I'm more mean it the other way around. Like, shouldn't you always be? Fixing the squeaky door, emptying the dishwasher, do you know, helping him with this? Of course, that. but like, you know how we all put things off, like ah. Uh, but I I'll think get to it, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But I don't. I don't think you're right about that. I think a lot of people. It's like, hey, pull the weight so your golf isn't as much of a burden, and this big like thing to make a to do. Totally up. handle some handle totally. the business. Pull your weight around right. the house so it's not you just leaving right. everything for everybody else all the time. Right. And then when you cough, it's right. just like, yeah, no right. big deal. Because I know, I know when Chris gets back, he's just going to pick up where he left off taking care of stuff. Right. That's a good point. That's true. That's true. You build that confidence. You get that, you, you build that reputation within your household that you're a doer, that you're, a, that you get jobs done. All right, Chris. Uh, one last quick PSA while we're at it talking about spring cleaning, getting your gear ready. You know what I forgot yeah. about the most important? I see people make this mistake every year. 
going in for their first round. You know, shoes are a little gross, but fine, they make do. Or maybe they use a different pair. Uh, they do. They forgot to get golf balls, so they paid ten dollars over retail at the local pro right. shop for, <laughs> right? You know, their favorite Pro V one. That's you know just average, whatever. It's no Bridgestone, obviously, but maybe the pro shop didn't have a Bridgestone. So um, they get to the first tee. They go, great. Let me put the ball on the ground. I can't get my glove on because it's rock hard and stinks. <laughs> right. right. It's frozen in the position of a hand. Right. Right. And they're just or just super like shriveled up because it was stuffed in the pocket of right. a bag. You right. Know? right. That's where these guys come in. Clinch golf. All right. Those are low key. I am super impressed with you've shown me those golf gloves. These are ladies and gentlemen, and this is these aren't we have we have no coupon code or anything. Uh these golf gloves are a thing, man. They are a thing. They're super, super nice. Currently available in three colors: black, a blue, and white. And uh, they said, hey, you know what? We appreciate what you're doing over there at that range life. We uh, we love you guys. You love us. So we'll get you some gloves. And uh, we can't thank them enough for it. I'm, I'm going to really, tell you this, really too. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Different material, space age kind of stuff. They handle yeah. moisture yeah. well. They return back to their shape. It's not going to get all crusty on you and gross. And it's not going to stink. It's going to air out and dry nicely. You can use your phone with it. I see so you got them one of them, one of them fancy the GPS smart, smart watches on your uh, on your wrist there. That'll work. Yeah. yeah. Now for you, it's on the same hand, but you get the point. Same point. <laughs> right. cough. Right. These guys. I mean, I legitimately do love these. Um, yeah, I would. I would just highly recommend. We'll put a link somewhere in the description and the notes or whatever. Just go look at them. Just give them a shot. Give them a chance. They yeah. deserve it. I, I've been. They're they're really really good. I'm I'm very they're very They're different from all the yeah other gloves on the market. They're not like anything. Um, I was skeptical when they first came into my life, and you were there. You were there. And my debut. I, it's used true. It's totally club, like, true. It's like these things are awesome. It's totally true. So yeah. check out Clinch Golf Gloves to get yourself some fresh gloves because the one you probably were using last year is gross, slick. Everyone's like, oh, this is premium. Uh, how do you cabaretta leather or whatever right arms <laughs> right like yeah and it's right. gonna be crusty stretched out and moldy at some point this year if right. you don't wear holes in it I haven't worn a hole in a clinch cough glove yet i've been using yeah. them all winter so there you go that's my other psa all right all right life lessons psas shows uh, technical Tell issues we got it all going tonight. What, what else, Chris? What else we got going on? Well, let's do – we promised this a couple of times. I have some USGA fun facts that I just want to cover real, real quick, and then we can we can end the show basically. Um, I would say we should check in with our pros, but uh, sneak peek, There's nothing none of to them, report. <laughs> none <laughs> of them. Missed the cuts. We, it's, uh, it could not it could not come at a better time right after we talked about, man, we give them like – that range life bump and uh everybody uh, right. crashed down to a shocking reality. although we've got the fun thing about the match play this week is that you have a second tournament i think wesley's playing in it uh, uh i think zach uh, is gonna play in it too i think fisher's playing in it over in punta cana is it punta cana yeah right i, I don't know 
I think that's I the one. I, yeah. I totally forgot that they double up on the on yeah. Yeah, there's an opposite field turning, and I think I think both of those guys did. I'm not sure if Akshay's playing in that one or not, but I, I'm pretty I sure being, Fisher and Brian are playing. I was busy being distracted by the narrative of uh nine live players got denied and their like oh, yeah, application to yeah. play in it. And it's like I, yeah, you didn't see that. Okay. This is I can't oh god, I'm so tired of it. Oh, they have to do it though for the lawsuit and like oh to prove like no right right okay all right right I also I just don't care just do not care Um, anyways let's let's jump into the USGA fun facts and then and then we'll close out this whatever this is Um, so every year Bill uh, USGA releases like this um, this kind of handicap index sort of um, information piece and it just has a bunch of numbers around rounds played and what states and you know if the game is growing based on rounds all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff right yeah golf ball regulations yeah right. <laughs> so let's just start um how many uh how many golfers do you think in the country have a handicap index an active handicap index I I'll, I'll tell you shit. this i'll give you i'll give you a hint um the number has increased 16% since 2020 when the total surpassed. I can't tell you the, when the total surpassed, but it's increased 16% since 2020. I'm trying to think how many golfers there are in America. And as I'm doing it's so, for, for some reason, the statistic like coming into my head are the numbers I get thrown around for like registered hockey players. Not related. Well, maybe they're related. I don't know. But <laughs> um, they're do some during the off season. Not what's being discussed here. Um, right. Active USGA or handicaps in America. Um, yeah. Eight hundred thousand. Three million. 26,528. You know, I'll be honest with you. I would totally think that'd be another one of those things where like we all get so worked up at, about it, but really it's only like 1% of the golfers. So uh, right. three, some million, three million. Handicap. The, the U.S. Handicap Index has eclipsed 3 million for the first time in 2022. Uh, for, and I mean, it's I increased feel- for a third straight year. I don't even feel embarrassed at how shockingly low my answer was. Like I just yeah, never I, would have I, That's why I wanted to bring this up because I, I couldn't believe it. Um, so how many now well, with, I guess that is how many how many I, I'm sure based on how the golf industry is at this kind of stuff, sure the number is not remotely accurate. How many golfers do they think there are in America? Not obviously. They don't give me that they don't give that number. Yeah. How many people play like, like Five rounds of oh, golf or something. There's 15 million golfers. I'm like, do you know how if there are 15 million people active in your? I'll tell you what. Sometimes it feels like it trying to get a damn tea time in yeah. the summer in this city. Well, lie. I will say that three three some million number does make that make a lot more sense to me now. Yes, for sure. And the growth yeah. and anything. Anyways. Um, how many rounds? So you know how many golfers have a handicap index? How many rounds were posted in twenty twenty two? Many rounds were posted? Yes. Jeez, that's gonna be a big number. 
It is a big 18, number. 18 million? 75 million. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's a lot of people playing a lot of golf. Now, uh, something you may not have considered, that includes nine hole rounds and 18 hole rounds. Fair, but I'm also not considering the amount of people who belong to clubs and are carting around at right. least one round six days right. a week, seven days a week. Right, right. Um, is in relation to the nine, it's a crazy, crazy number. How many nine hole scores were there? Set a three year high. So out of 75 million, how many of those were nine hole? Yeah. Thirty-eight. Eleven million. Close to twelve million. Eleven eleven point nine million. About fifteen percent of yeah, all the I'm rounds not, were nine hole rounds. Not even close on any of these. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the nine hole play has increased uh for both boys and girls, male and female, uh for the third straight year. Um twenty-five percent of all rounds posted by women were nine hole rounds, which is interesting. I don't know why, but I don't know. It's some kind of it's kind of interesting to me. Um Here's a good one. What day, what date specifically was the most rounds played? What date last year was the most rounds oh, played? Jeez. Uh, it happened to be so. on the weekend of one of the majors. Probably, I would. Give me a to month. Me, the what month I, do you think? Well, the one that gets everybody going is always the Masters, but I'm going to say June for the U.S. Open, Father's Day. Very good. June 18th, the Saturday okay. of the U.S. Open. Most rounds played. Um, doesn't give me a number, but that was the I most rounds played. I just hope somebody's watching this is like, God, you idiot. Obviously, if you think about it this way, like <laughs> this should be a lot. Right. These should right. be logical <laughs> Paths right. to, there should be logical paths to go down to get these answers. Now, here's here's another wild number. All right. So they also have the most 18-hole rounds by an individual golfer, male and female. What do you think the luckiest man on earth played? How many rounds did this guy play? 225. <laughs> 541 rounds of 18-hole golf. In one year. In one year. Uh, and the female and that, played 414. Jesus. And that's assuming. <laughs> I wonder if that's so like, you know, how in Chicago, you can like we can only log rounds uh, April 1st mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. November 1st or whatever. I'm wondering if that's. But like if I went and played in Florida in January, I can log that. I wonder if that's taken into any consideration on that guy. Because if that guy's doing that like April 1st to November 1st, geez. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he just lives on a golf course. Yeah. Anyways, that set I, the record. I, the, the, the previous mark was 528 the year before. I love golf and I love to play it. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to play it that much. It had to have been a high school kid or something, right? Because our bodies would our bodies would break down. No, nah, you bodies would die. I would die. You always see these guys who, you know, so I'm like, they go on, they go for some record and some marathon player. And I mean, that's some that that man and that woman are doing that, right? They're doing it just to make sure they record that many rounds. Like, it, look what I did. I I'm so. going for the number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's your here's a here's a here's the number. Maybe you're you're kind of thinking of potentially um, number of golfers who established 
a handicap last year in 2022. This is male and female, boys and girls combined. Guys and gals combined. That's right. 1.3 million. No, 419,000. I'm surprised. I feel like to that. I feel yeah, like it has I, to I be more thought, for that seventy-five million. I, 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 <laughs> so, no, no, not seventy-five I, million. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm, yeah, I'm done with the numbers. I'm done with the numbers. <laughs> the three million. Okay. And then um, wait, we'll no, do I'm two not. More no, things. I'm not. I'm definitely. I definitely went with in my head. God, I'm losing it. The one point seven <laughs> was based off the seventy-five, but the seventy-five was that. Like if I stop to think, like it's not seventy-five million handicapped. Oh, no, that was number of rounds. Jesus Christ. Christ. Okay. Yeah. All right. Finally, uh, well, we'll do two more. Um, can you name the number one state in which golf was played? How many? You know, the most rounds of golf. Now they narrow it down pretty pretty well. Can't be Arizona. Arizona was number four. Was two point four million rounds right? Too hot for number one. Yep. Uh, California has got to be up there, but they have you know drought and weather issues. Uh, yep. so, but I'm going to keep yep. that as a possibility. Okay. I think I'm going to have Florida. Got to be ding, Florida. Ding. Okay. Florida. Florida uh, had. Topped ten million rounds posted last year. I mean, just the just the quantity of golf courses there, right? And how, retirees how and the whole thing, yeah. And cheap golf courses. Um, it's true. Let me tell you, it was 2018. I was in my old job. We had an office in Boca Raton, and I get sent down there <laughs> for a week, and I'm like. Boca Raton in February. <clears throat> I'm gonna. I packed the uh, the the go bag for on um, for work golf, which is not my clubs, but it's like a pair of golf shoes, some true links mm-hmm. wears, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a golf glove, and I might have put like my valuables pouch with a few like you know some tees and key items in it. Right. So like at least right. I have some com- you know my things I can use it if I rent clubs, whatever. So I'm right. looking around at courses. The amount of like. Oh, this was a uh, this was a Donald Ross. This was uh, God knows what other major architect a hundred some years ago. It's a goat track now, and it's like sixty five dollars yeah. around at peak. Uh, you know, Tuesday Tuesday at three thirty p.m. It would have been you know like twenty eight dollars. And you look at pictures, right, it's trashed, like and you're like, or something. Right. I love that for them. It's just like they're competing with rich ritzy. Right. retiree country clubs right and that's something that yeah, they was like our palmer courses and stream songs and whatnot yeah right so yeah i ended up not getting to play because of questionable post-work decisions with my co-workers but um yeah. fair okay finally um uh we said we said there were four hundred thousand new golfers that signed up for a handicap index right are you sure it wasn't a 65 million? <laughs> no? okay. What was the average index for those new golfers? For those for males new golfers. And females. Ooh. Yeah. 
God, that's a tough there's one. A point, a good... there, there's a point to this question, but this is really why I wanted to do this, honestly. It's going to be something like right. one way or another is sort of shocking. Um, no, I think, I think when you, when I tell you the number, you'll be like, yeah. Okay. All right. 22, four. 15.6. My first index for, for new boy players for girls. It was 31. My first guess was going to be 14 point something. So, but then I'm like, no, 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 no. Well here, see here, you're onto something. Here is it. You're okay. Last thing. What is the average handicap index for men golfers, for male golfers? Of the, what do we say, 3.3 3 million Seven. golfers, right? What? Mm-hmm. I was going to say 75 million. Yeah, right. Yeah. No. <laughs> What's the, what is the average handicap index of the, go- of the male golfer in the United States? Roughly 22. It's 14.1. I find that. And here's here's my my point. Okay. So here's my point. A brand new golfer, essentially, or at least someone that just got their handicap for the first time, is a Mm 15.6, right? See where you're going. Guys that have been playing for years are 14s. So don't be new golfers. Um, a lot of people are, are intimidated. They're like, I'm afraid I'm going to get someone that's good. Nobody is good at golf in general. It's it, They're just everyone. It's a hard game. If the average index is 14, you're probably going to play with someone around there. That was my Think point, about the whole it. thing. Well, and it's leading me down the path of chances are the new the new golfers, I think you do have a, some sample of them who go, I'm a new golfer and I want to track my progress so that they get and they sure. know the handicap system exists. So they sign up for it and they do that. I think you get a lot. Most new golfers that go, I'm terrible. I don't care. I just want to play more <laughs> golf. I don't need to right. keep a handicap. Right. So I feel like most right. people keeping a handicap are people who have a certain level of interest and care that is going to lead to not having a 25 and you know bringing it bringing it down into sure quote unquote serviceable numbers but then i also think how do you end up at that 14 if you think of all the guys who are like you know there's um scratching on the hot player in my group and but the amount of people are like i don't want to be a single digit handicap and i'm not <laughs> saying people are sandbagging cheating but no <clears throat> Right. I also think there are a lot of people sandbagging and cheating. Um, that factors into it. So I, I think I see the more we talk about the level of people who are interested in even keeping a handicap for any reason. Some people, it's like, hey, you need you. I want to play in events and tournaments, and I want to. I need a handicap to do it. Um, right, I want right. to get onto this golf course, and they require you to have a handicap to do it, whatever it might be. Right. So you're probably not going to see on at, to bring. I'm talking through this. This, I said all the people going, these are dudes, oh, logical answer. Like, I am workshopping my way through this one where I can see why it would be <laughs> in that, that territory, not right. higher up. Right. You aren't seeing too many people like the new COVID audience of golfers who uh, went, man, this top golf thing is pretty fun. I want to go play real golf. 
you aren't seeing too many of those people paying the 40 bucks or whatever to get a Jihin this yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I, I, but yeah, you think about there's 3 million of us with a handicap index, 400,000 were new last year. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're right. Like Grant, intern Grant's a perfect example. He was a bit of a COVID, COVID golfer. He got his first gin this season, right? Because he's going to go, we're, we want to go play Chicago golf tour. He needs a handicap. So like he signed up now. He, that, that space where he went from being an awful 25 to now a respectful 16, 15, like these new golfers are. <clears throat> I mean, I'm a 12. I've been playing for 20 years or whatever now. So, I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was a fun conversation to have around expectations uh, for oneself and for the people you're playing with. We're all, we're all shooting in the 80s and 90s. No one's I out there we, sinking putts for birdies over and over again. It's just not Maybe happening. we should do a full show around realistic expectations on the golf course. I'm in for sure. You know how I love talking about perspective and how we need more of it as golfers. And then in general. somehow turns into a, a lecture like I wronged you. Yeah. <laughs> My handicap index is at a 9.2 right now. That's um, what I'm I'm shooting for that this year. That's my goal this year. I'm hoping you and I can swap. That'd be great. Yeah, you want a little more? You want a little more girth to your handicap? I don't, uh, I don't play. Well, you, as you've played plenty of golf with me, I don't play enough to that's fair. It's true. Maintain it's like true. a strong handicap. And so then I show up and I, in the one random round at a tough course, go, let's play a game. And I'm like, oh, I'm a thing for you to do this month. I'm a right. five, nine. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> right. okay. You're going to give us all right. strokes. I'm like, I don't need to, you're going to wipe the floor. Right. Me. They're like, and I have that the other direction, which is probably why you should have that higher handicap. But it is because, like, when I played at Lasonia with like Rob and Tom and Adam, um, I was getting strokes all over the golf course. I was raking in the dough. Yeah, it was wonderful. So then, you know, anyways, I'm just as likely to one day be like, "Oh, the driver cooperated," and uh, oops, I, I this is where it is. I am the worst. Like. You caught me on the like one to two rounds a year that just like everything seems to be okay. Yeah, right. And I can't, I actually played, play to what my handicap should be, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you get the people who are like, well, that's the point of a handicap and you play it at your best and it's supposed to say what your best is. I'm like, I understand that, but it's your best, it's your, it's your best cumulative rounds, not your one best round. That's the problem I run into. And for me, it's my one best round. And look, I've told you this. At this point, I'm not chasing handicap. I'm not chasing low scores. For the rest of my life, I'm chasing hole-in-ones. That's it. Right. (laughs) With uh, vintage clubs. Hole-in-ones with vintage clubs. I will do it. I will do it with any of the clubs. Any of them. I can't wait to watch. That's what's going to happen. I can't wait to play golf with you now. I'm like, I want to, let's go play golf this weekend or something. It's going to be like 45 degrees. Get the golf cart cover out. Spring break next week. We've talked about this. It's in the plans. Yes. Um, Let's go. But here's what's going to happen. I'm going to hit tomorrow. I'm going to finally hit a hole in one and it's going to be with like a thrift club, a thrift golf club. And someone's going to be like, oh, it's illegal grooves. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I hope you, I hope the ball that you use, if it's not a Bridgestone, I hope it's that, that bi-colored ping that you bought at the, oh. the Chicago golf show. 
Zero, zero chance. They feel like absolute turds. So bad. So bad. But I, do, I know, but so, I want you, I just want that ball to be the one they have to keep for your whole life. Like this was the hole in one ball. Um, all right. Quick thrift story. Okay. <laughs> Doing the show before we close it out. Um, Liam and I went, uh, this dance competition weekend. We went and hit up a few Goodwills as we do. I found some fun stuff this weekend, but, uh, I found two sleeves of some vintage ball won't go into the details no one cares from probably late 80s whatever and um the lady checking us out at goodwill goes some says something like oh are these good golf balls I'm like oh yeah you know they're old golf balls She's like oh are they still are they still good or are they good golf balls i'm like yeah uh kind of um because newer <laughs> ones have better i'm like well here's the thing um, the old golf balls, if they're in okay shape, work better with the old clubs, which right here and I collect. So I, if I ever see good condition old golf balls, I buy them so I can use them with the old clubs. These look like they're in pretty good shape, so I, I I'm just buying them. And she's like, it's funny watching her like process what she sees come through <laughs> right. or being like interesting so these nerds that keep coming up with these old junky golf clubs here there's actually some science behind all of this and she's yeah, like well, right. she's like well good luck i hope you get to play with these golf balls soon because you know weather and all that so that was interesting watching someone actually go hang on why are you if you're buying these old crappy golf balls what's the story here and i'm like well let me tell you <laughs> And then I was like, go subscribe to that Range Life a show sometimes about That's golf. Right. Tell your friends, do all those things. Follow that me Range Life at, 15 on Roback.com. Yeah, go to Roback.com if you like this hoodie I'm wearing while we're talking, and you can buy one too at 50% off. Uh, and then you can follow me at Range Heroes while you're at it, and my, my co-host at Chris McEwen. That'd be great. So do all those things. And uh, – Tell your other coworkers if they want to learn more Tell about it. And people, <laughs> Tell your coworkers. People coming up with their vintage golf clubs that they're buying here. Say, if you're into this stuff, go watch these guys and uh, get on board. All right? Right. I feel like right. I just hit all the closing notes right there. So rather than do the usual spiel, that was it. That was good. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, go do some housework. Get everything taken care of so you can get out That's on the right. golf course next week. Let's go play some we'll golf. Talk, talk to you later.